Welcome to Real Estate Uncovered, presented by the Real Estate Inspection Company, where we interview every type of real estate industry expert to uncover some common and not so common real estate topics. Thanks for tuning in. Hey everyone, I'm Philippe Heller with the Real Estate Inspection Company, and today I'm joined by Cody Kiefer. He is our SewerScope uh, Division Supervisor, and he heads up all the training of our guys, and um, he's been doing a great job. He's been with us now for a couple of years, and so I wanted to have him on because SewerScopes, believe it or not, are becoming far more of a regular part of the general home inspection. And um, it's really amazing how much this has grown in the last few years. And it's because um, sewer line issues are very expensive, just like any other defect in a house. And it's something that's not included in the scope of a regular home inspection. Um, we feel that it is a specialized service. And so we dedicate uh, our team members, some of our team members, to only doing uh, sewer scopes. Uh, so they are not home inspectors, but they're just dedicated to doing um, sewer line inspections. So, Cody, welcome. And um, why don't you introduce yourself? Give us a little bit of uh, history about your background. Yeah, I've been uh, my name is Cody Kiefer and I've been doing uh, drain line inspections for about seven years now. So I've got a lot of experience done thousands of jobs now and um, inspected all over San Diego County, up and even in the Riverside uh, and, um, so basically been inspecting homes, even in commercial residential for sewer lines. And, you know, there's all sorts of problems that can occur in a sewer line. And, you know, do, doing the home inspection is great, um, as well, but you doing the sewer inspection as an added, uh, to the home inspection is great because the home inspectors can run water and everything during the inspection that won't always detect if there's an issue in the line because the sewer line's under the dirt and you can't see it. You know, there could be a leak or roots in the line that aren't causing a clog at that time, but mm -hmm. eventually will cause a clog once somebody moves in and starts flushing the toilets and stuff. So. Yeah. Cause running clear water is very different than flushing any kind of solid exactly. down there. Exactly. Like the, even if there is an obstruction in the line, the water is going to flow past it and drain, but as soon as, as, soon as someone starts moving in and, and using it, it's going to start clogging up. Let's talk about um, flips. So we have a lot oh. of flips on the market, right? A lot of yes. people going yeah. out. And it's great. They're they're rehabbing otherwise, um, you know, almost teardowns and making them really nice. But what are some of the problems that you're seeing uh, that are kind of especially related to flips? Well, with flips, uh, there's a number of things, but uh, one, for instance, is debris and, um, you know, uh, paint and other objects being flushed down the line, uh, maybe not intentional, just, you know, they have the toilets off and debris ends up getting down into where the toilets are. And then uh, they put the new toilet back on and start flushing the toilet and then boom, there's a clog or um, in older homes with cast iron, a lot of that vibration from jackhammering or doing repair work causes a lot of that scale corrosion in the cast iron to actually fall down into the pipe. And that can cause a blockage even uh, as soon as someone moves in. So there's a lot, I find a lot of homes that have been remodeled oftentimes have a blockage occur soon after uh, use. 
Yeah, and so, I know we've, we've even found uh, some of the flip homes where the contractors white washed a lot of the um, tile grout right down oh, the yeah. as they were as they were retiling a bath or shower and that washes down and they may think that it's going all the way down to the sewer but really it hits a low spot and then just solidifies solidifies uh depending on how long it's been since water's been ran through there yeah. so uh, yeah i've often see that as well so yeah so now you you mentioned cast iron what kinds of pipes because san diego roughly has houses from uh early 1900s maybe late 1800s but they were usually on septic but um, all the way through modern. So take us through some of the types of uh, pipes that you see, some of the uh, things that are unique to each one and um, what has to be done if they need to be replaced. Yeah. So, you know, going back to, you know, early 1900s, they started using, you know, cast iron, cast iron is a metal pipe that uh, typically have a, has a life expectancy of about 50 to 75 years in, in ideal conditions, it can make it past 75 years, even up to 100 years in some cases that I've seen. Um, but a lot of the cast iron out there now is to the point where it's at the end of its life expectancy or getting close. Uh, and you'll start to see, you know, root intrusions are usually start the first signs of uh, deterioration and, and damage in cast iron. And that's kind of when you'll know you need a repair. What actually happens to cast iron when it gets old? You know, metal rusts or, or cracks. Yes, or it, it rusts, it deteriorates, it uh, gets cracks that form. It will, uh, you know, get really brittle, you know. So you did have a clog and then you start to, you get a plumber out there and they cable and snake it. Well, that brittle cast iron will fall apart. And then, you know, then a major repair will have to be done. Um, and those are very costly repairs, you know, a lot of the times. They can be under slabs, under concrete, you know, under your driveway, very expensive repairs yeah. can occur <laughs> with yeah. sewer lines and, you know, with the cast iron is coming to the end of its life. So uh, a lot of it in San Diego. Now, even uh, some of the newer homes, let's say since the late sixties, early seventies have been plastic, either ABS or PVC. Um, there was some Orangeburg. And if you want to touch on that, it's not, it's not very common. And this no. is where you want to hire somebody who's really experienced like Cody to identify this because um, somebody who just grabs a sewer scope camera and thinks they're going to do it could easily miss this material. You don't want to miss it because it, it's really um, kind of an inferior material. But touch on that and then also tell us what can go wrong even with ABS because it doesn't rust, but you know there's other issues that can damage it. Yeah. So uh, the Orangeburg, we don't see it a ton out here, but it is out here. I've seen it quite a few times and it's it's basically a, a roofing material rolled into a pipe that really only has about a 30 to 50 year life expectancy and whenever we see it it's an automatic repair and sometimes there can be 50 feet of it and you, you can imagine having to repair 50 feet or so uh, that can be pretty costly a lot of times it's not actually under the home or anything which is good usually it's out in the front yard but that could be under driveways and a nice landscape in the front yard so that type of pipe is is out here and um it's hard to tell a difference sometimes if, between that and abs because it is black inside and but the, usually the telltale signs is it starts to taco and it starts to get roots that get into it and, it and it's got more of a rougher texture as opposed to smooth with with abs uh, plastic it's smooth but uh with abs now going into the newer homes we even find problems with abs with connections being glued all the way around so you got to think about it. Every, every single connection has to be glued all the way around if there's any in 
not enough glue or they didn't push the pipes all the way together when they're gluing them, uh, you'll get leaks and root, roots will end up finding their way into that pipe because they sense the moisture in the soil. And uh, that's, that's a repair. There's also uh, with plastic pipes, since they have, they're plastic, they can actually sag and create bellies can form in the pipe, which is a low spot in the pipe where the pipe is actually sagged and, and settled in the soil. And it, it basically will cause buildup and debris to collect in that area. And eventually that will cause backups. Now it can even get to the extreme where it's so bad that the sag gets so bad that it actually will separate the connection in the pipe at one point. And, and, and then it's going to you know leak and cause the roots and damage. Those are kind of a few things that can occur in uh, ABS if it's not installed properly they don't pack in the soil underneath the, the pipe properly and you know that can happen anywhere um, even debris falling down when they're at the open trench uh, debris or rocks can fall down on top of the pipe and actually eventually crush the pipe or get in break or crack the pipe we've seen that plenty of times a lot of things I'm seeing now too Blockages are more common these days, even in newer homes where it's ABS and PVC going out because I see a lot more wet wipes being flushed. And with the wet wipes and the low flow toilets nowadays, the clogs are happening more often with all of that because the the wet wipes don't deteriorate quickly enough. And before you know it, you got five caught on a a turn or something and and then it causes a blockage. So we're seeing a lot more of that, even in newer homes, brand new, even happening. So, And I'd imagine it's even worse with cast iron that has a very rough interior. And so they're getting hung up on that, right? Exactly. And and there's not enough water, like you said, with the low flow toilets to really push it all the way out to the street. So they may be kind of settling and clinging to the side and it just builds up from there. Exactly. Yeah. That happens quite often as well with that rough texture of the cast iron. It's really scaly and it will catch anything that's not going to break down quickly. It's going to catch it and and it's going to cause an issue. Other things we do see is um, transitions from when they do repairs in cast iron or in clay pipe, which we didn't really touch on. uh, They use rubber boots, which are Fernco connections that if that is not done properly or they're not using the proper Fernco, the pipes can settle, which creates offsets in the pipe and can cause clogs because the offset is too large for debris to smoothly pass by. And we see that all the time, even in new, new newer homes. Yeah. yeah. So never use wet wipes if you are living, certainly in an older home with cast iron plumbing, yeah. uh, because by this point, those pipes are rough and, and, and very coarse and will catch on those. And uh, probably shouldn't use them anyway. They're not recommended. I would not recommend to flush any. Yeah, they're not as as, uh, disposable (laughs) as as they would claim on the packaging. All right, that's good stuff. And with people being home so much more, I'm sure that that is contributing. I saw an article that a lot of the sewage treatment plants are also struggling with that because there's such an increase uh, in people being at home and using those, that that was a problem for a while. So the other thing, even in tract homes, like you were saying in brand new homes, if they don't prepare that trench well, or they put that uh, pipe down and, and it goes over a rock, for example, before they cut, uh, close in the trench, then you create those bellies where grease even and some other debris can settle, right? Exactly. Yeah. It, it basically, they'll, they'll be so bad of bellies where the the line itself, if the line itself goes completely underwater and there's no air gap, 
uh, it's acting as an active trap and everything's just going to collect in that area and it'll fill up and then drain. You'll wonder what happened. You got a blockage, but then it's fine the next day because it slowly drains out, but eventually it will back it up all the way. Basically those, if there's no air gap flow through there, it's usually it needs to be repaired. Um, yeah. If there is a, if there is an air gap, it can be maintenance with uh, types of maintenance would be hydrojetting. That's the best service to remove buildup and debris and, and all that to hydro flush it out, clear that area. And then you may be able to do that as a maintenance regularly. If you have a belly, depending on how large the belly is, it, it, it's large enough, to, then it really needs to be repaired. Yeah, we're going to invite some other guests on to talk about some of those other options that um, they're still not cheap, but they, they are less disruptive and sometimes cheaper than um, tearing up a driveway or expensive landscaping. Um, so I guess in, in conclusion, um, let's talk about uh, why you want to go with a specialist and not just a home inspector that happens to have purchased a uh, Seroscope camera, uh, what are you doing and your team uh, that kind of separates you guys from just a guy with a camera sticking it down there and, and telling them what they see? Well, we're specialists and, you know, we have some of the best equipment out there and we're going to be able to do a lot more than just the average, you know, home inspector that's got a camera. You know, we're going to be able to spend more time. We're going to be able to go uh, also line locate. If there is a problem, we can go out and line, locate the line and tell you where the pipe's at and actually mark a spot for you where the, if there's a repair needing to be done, or maybe there's a buried clean out access. So that is another big problem. Uh, clean out access, not clean outs, not being able to be um, accessible because they're either buried under the soil, which happens all the time, but we can locate lines and just our expertise. We're trained um, very highly and, we, we have the knowledge to figure out an issue that's, that's occurring. Yeah. And also as, as part of the real estate inspection company, um, your, your reports are excellent, just like our home inspection reports. It is standalone. So bad sewer line is a negotiable item. Uh, and so you will have that great report to go along with Cody's um, review of the line. And we're also unbiased, just like with the home inspection, we don't do repairs. We don't benefit from, finding defects. So we're not going to go out there uh, and find a problem just for the, in the hopes that we're going to get a job out of it. So that's another great thing. Um, I'm not saying plumbing companies intentionally do that. They're, most of them are very honest, but uh, just one more way that there's an arm's length separation between finding uh, legitimate problems and then, you know, kind of making a big deal out of them when it's not necessary. Uh, so if you guys are interested in sewer scope inspections on your uh, next transaction, please feel free to reach out to us. We can do them standalone or as part of a home inspection. Um, we're doing them all over Southern California. And to reach us in San Diego, our number is 760-203-9682. Uh, Riverside is 951-266-5500. Or call us in Orange County at 949-464-4774. And you can get all this information and the phone numbers on our website. It might be easier to remember, sdinspect.com. All right, Cody, thank you. Right. And we'll see you on the field.
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Real Estate Uncovered with the Real Estate Inspection Company. Connect with us at sdinspect.com or call 800-232-5180. If you haven't done so already, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Thanks again and catch you next time. Oh, 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 oh,